Welcome to Bite Me Podcast, the world's leading internet podcast on video games. Do you think that's true? No. Could it be true? Probably not. Like, is there a world where we could make that true? Dude, I do not have enough, like, charisma and or energy to, like... Oh, this I is strive it. for number two. Yeah. Do you, do you think if we, like... I don't know what the past tense of rose and ground like like rise and grind would be something we do in the future I guess but I if we had if we had risen any earlier and there's only one person who is risen cliff and that's our lord and savior Jesus Christ welcome to bite me podcast the only podcast that has Jesus did you call this a codcast? <laughs> I, I think you said codcast. <laughs> anyway, this is episode Welcome to Bite Me Codcast, the only podcast about cods. This is episode 258. I was going to redo this, but I, we've never done a better intro than this. Nope. Uh, Colby's here. Dylan's here. I'm Cliff. Um, this we're is going to talk here. Yeah, it does not get any better. I just use that in vain. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's Jesus okay. tier? I don't that think a- that's better. Anyway, is it okay to say Jesus and I don't know. Is it's it wrong to say that we are more popular than Jesus? It worked for the Beatles. It worked for the Beatles. I don't see why we can't. Um, I don't. I don't think we it are. Was though. true for the Beatles, perhaps. I don't necessarily know if it's true or not for us. Yeah, we're maybe more popular than Jesus in Algeria. I think, yeah, like maybe some like minor deities somewhere. We were that like, would be a that's a great quote from like on like the back of your game or whatever. More popular than Jesus in Algeria, like because weren't we doing good in Algeria? Wasn't yeah, we that? were. Yeah, yeah, we were. We were like yeah, number, number one, one, I think, in in Algeria for a while. Which I'm guessing after this podcast will not be true any longer. What's up, Algerians? Fine. I I do this for the love, not for the anything else because that's what you have to do it for anyway we're playing for algeria for algeria we're playing video games we're gonna talk about that we're gonna talk about patrons we're gonna talk about extra life a little more we're so close to four thousand dollars like just mm, so close uh we're gonna do some news um you may be shocked to find out that blizzard is literally i i think that my favorite thing about this whole blizzard thing is like you know like riot was a problem and kind of went away Ubisoft is a problem, kind of went away. Like, not not exactly, but, like, they had, like, two weeks of, like, just a bright flare, and then they kind of, like, fizzled out, and, like, eh, some lawsuits happening. Blizzard is just, like, the gift that keeps on giving. Every time I open a browser and go to IGN, they're like, guess what Blizzard's doing today? I'm like, today? <laughs> Do you think that uh, uh, Ubisoft and Riot had the, like, oh, sweet, we're in the middle of, like, when there's actually news, and this is the end of the year, and there's no news, there's no new releases, and Blizzard's like... Son of a bitch. Yeah, huh? I have five bullet points about stupid stuff to talk about at Blizzard. I'm very excited. Uh, 2021 Game Awards have been announced. I, the Game of the Year nominees this year are so good. I'm, I'm actually really excited to talk about that. Uh, were any of you guys worried about the financial situation of Microsoft? Desperately. A lot of people were, and, and they want you to know that they're doing just fine. <laughs> Phil Spencer's like, don't worry about us. We'll talk about that a little. Uh, Minecraft is coming to Walt Disney World, which is pretty exciting. Uh, Xbox dumped a just metric ton Dear. of yeah, backward compatible games, like a lot. Talk about that. Uh, I like to think that this podcast sets trends. Um, Colby has a number of times said, like, wouldn't it be cool if X did X? And then, like, a week later, that happened. 
that happened again. But this time it wasn't us. It was actually Megan, one of our listeners, that foretold the future and made things happen. Uh, and also, um, I normally only say good things about Xbox. I think they generally do pretty good things. This thing is gross. I don't like it at all. It makes me just... Yeah. Anyway, we had questions from Vinny Monotone Screaming. Uh, Colby asked a question, Woo! which is nice. Uh, Prime Fam has a question. Prime Fan, not Prime Fam. That's different. Those are two different things. One is what he's a fan. fan of Optimus Prime. The other one is he's like the first fam, maybe? I, I don't Number one fam? I'm not sure. Uh, Princess Megan has another question. Maybe we should protect the future again. And Joe Coleslaw. Then we got a bunch of cheap free games, some stuff on Epic, Humble Bundle, and Game Pass. I think Dylan's going to be very excited about the Humble Bundle offering this 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 month, or this week, this time, this portion of... Would you say he may have a wet dream of... Oh, that's that's awful. That's gross. No. Why would you say that? Well, no. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what... Oh, oh It no. sounded better in his head. It didn't, though. No. Even in my head, I'm like, nah, don't do it, Coley. And then I'm like, nope, just going to go for it. I really wish you hadn't said that out loud, but there's nothing we can do about nope. it now because... There's no podcasts, editing in CodPast. Yeah, CodPasting is really... It's like radio. Like Once mm -hmm. it's out there, it's out there forever. This Although, is live, it's right? It's definitely live. This is definitely live. It's, That's why well, I can't I, say the F word. The FCC will come down on us. The FCC will come down on well, us. Well, we have to leave this stuff in so we show people it's completely unedited, unfiltered, and oh, raw. Do you want to know something very interesting about radio and the FCC? So do you I? Can, you can absolutely say the F word live on the radio mm -hmm. as long, long as, as no, no one, one complains you. about it. <laughs> <laughs> the FCC is not actively watching. Yeah. So as long as... Yeah. It's so weird. As long as no one actually files a complaint, you get off. And I know that because one of the people I used to work with said the F word like a bunch of times on a hot mic that he did not think was Mike. He got suspended for two weeks, I think, maybe a week, while they waited to see if anyone would complain. And when they didn't, they brought him back. Then laid him off about two months later, but whatever. <laughs> I always enjoy that, like, you can't swear on, like, TNT or TBS, despite the fact that it is a paid like thing yeah why do you think that is i actually knew the reason and i don't remember what it was because i looked at it a while ago i'm like wait those are cable channels why can't you do it and i i don't remember the I wonder reason if the answer is they can but choose not to oh wait 100 percent is yeah, yeah but i don't know like exactly the reason why i just finished watching Shit's creek and uh ted lasso and i think that both of those shows make the argument that well-written swearing can be very, very important for a TV show. Like, yeah. I, I think that, that it's... <laughs> that, well, that's uh, that's uh, BoJack Horseman. They, they, yeah, they absolutely. They the F-word once every season, and yeah. it was always good. Yeah. Um, Roy in Lasso says it about three times an episode, but it's always very important when he does. Like, it's, it's a, it's a character-building moment for him. So, anyway, enough about that. Let's talk about video games. Colby, what are you playing? Video games. Do you like them? Um... Generally, yes. Would you say you're a fan? How about Zookeeper World specifically? What are your thoughts on Zookeeper World? It's great. What What uh, is Zookeeper World? Tell me. I, you talked about it a little bit last time, but I, I've forgotten what it it's is. It's just a, a, a match three game, but oh, then also right. that's what it was. You're matching three to get money to build your zoo um, in like a kind of like. Uh, Roller coaster tycoon kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, that's super weird. I don't remember. I don't know, remember what those types of games are called. Planet Zoo. They're simulation games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're just building a thing. And yeah. I mean, like, like I said, I'm a sucker for match three games, and it's good. It and uh, zookeeping. I am a big fan of zookeeping. zookeeping. My favorite movie is I bought a zoo. I bought a zoo. You bought we a bought zoo. a zoo. Someone Matt bought a Damon zoo. Bought Matt a zoo. Damon bought a zoo with Black Widow. 
that's how I yes. remember it. Yes. Yeah. Um, but it's it's real good, and it's free on uh, Apple Arcade. So that's so weird. Um, yeah. My kid bought me Let's Build a Zoo for my birthday, oh. which is a zoo building game in is which that the you prequel can prequel to. It, it, I think so. Um, you bought a zoo. You can buy and breed animals, but you can also like DNA splice them, so you can end up with like. Ooh, you can play God and yeah, or the Island of Doctor Moreau. <laughs> Both actually. <laughs> Apparently, you can create three hundred thousand different types of animals. I have not played it yet because I've been busy. It's and like a Pokemon busy, thing. You gotta you gotta grow them all. You've got to DNA splice them all. Um, mm. Yeah, they, it looks really tough. to one hundred percent completion. You have Very to do excited. all of them. Did you ever see The Island of Dr. Moreau? I have not seen The Island of Dr. Moreau. You should 100% see The Island of Dr. Moreau. Does it have anything to do with zoos? Um, kind of, yes. Is it, do I hunt the most dangerous? No, no, no. no. Um, That's Ice-T in Surviving the Game. Yes. You do, however, get to see... Um, uh, uh, why can I not think of his name? The Godfather. Um, Marlon Brando. At his perhaps most crazy... <laughs> Do you is remember? that the one where he's reading the 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 script off of cue cards? Oh no, that was the Godfather. Else? Oh well, okay. Um, you you've seen Austin Powers, right? I have. Yeah. You know Mini Me? Yeah. That's based off the Island of Doctor Moreau. Oh, interesting. And that's because Marlon Brando found the world's smallest man and said, "I want him in the movie. He's going to be like the little Mini Me." Interesting. And they went like, "You're Marlon Brando. Okay, you're insane." And there was a, like, three-foot-five guy that was just there for reasons. I wish I was good enough at one thing to make well, people just go, like, yeah, I guess. That, that is Marlon Brando's entire career. That's like, amazing. I you wish. know? I'm gonna, you see this cat that's in The Godfather? The only reason it's in there is because Marlon Brando found it on the, you know, lot and was like, this cat's in the movie. And they're like okay, you're Marlon Brando, and it's going to ruin every take because it's just going to sit there and purr, so we're going to have to ADR everything where the cat is in the shot, but you're Marlon Brando. So I want to be Marlon Brando. What about Call of War as Gunslinger, Call? How do you Call, feel about that? Call of War as Gunslinger is actually a really good game. Is that um, a backwards compatible game? It is. That's old, yeah. Um, and it will play into my question that I asked. Excellent. Um... But it is. I, I heard about it on a podcast, and it was a podcast. I think you made a, a podcast. No, this was actually a podcast. Oh man, that's, um, they're so lucky. They are. So, they do editing, which I didn't oh, know you were allowed to do. Um, but uh, and it was about like unreliable narrators in video games. Um, Interesting. And so the, so first of all, like, it is if you took Borderlands and Outlaws and smooshed it together and made a game. Um, and so the whole thing is you're a, a bounty hunter in the Old West, and you go into a bar and you're telling like your stories of what it is. And so you're narrating what's... I mean, not the entire thing of what's going on, but you know, you'll be like, and you know, all of a sudden I was surrounded by, you know... 20 guys and it'll like stop for a second and like 20 guys will pop up in the thing um or you know like and i i looked you know i went to the right and when i should have i, I looked to the left and noticed that there was a uh, a ladder and a ladder will just like pop down out of nowhere um but it's just like a first person shooter cowboy game um but it's really quite good um and it feels really good for something that's probably 
close to a decade old. Yeah, it came out in two thousand three. Wait, two thousand three? Two thousand thirteen. Sorry, <laughs> I'm like that is not an Xbox game. Two thousand three. That was long apparently long. it was ported to the Nintendo Switch in twenty nineteen though. Yep. Yeah, they got like kind of like a re- like a remaster. I want to say. Um, I- I enjoy that it is the fourth game in the Call of Juarez series, but that it is narratively unrelated to the yep. other three. Yep. Just shares a name. It's also, I think they said, the only Call of Juarez game that you don't ride a horse in, despite the fact that it is like a western. I mean, in in their defense, horses are hard. Mm-hmm. Like, they're hard to animate. Mm-hmm. They're really easy to shoot in the back of the head, I've found. Yeah, yeah. Um, In video games, not in real life, I would like to make that very, very clear. I have never shot a horse in the back of the head in real life. Only in the front. Cliff Only likes to look into their the eyes, which I well, think so you, you do, do it from, from the, the side. side, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but no, it's actually quite good. I'm about uh, three-fourths of the way through of it. Right did now. you purchase this game, or did you already own a it? A long time ago. Interesting. Which, again, will come into my question. All right. Good enough. Um, and then I was also playing... I, I was I like, I don't know, this week has just been like a... Like, let's play this game for two minutes and go, no, I don't want to play this game. Fair. Like, I'm assuming I've hit my cap this month. <laughs> like, just, I downloaded Ark and... Uh, Black Desert, which, I mean, just those two together is close to 200 gigs. Um, what did you think? Of Ark? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Also, every game I downloaded, I think I yelled at my TV, like, I don't know, maybe give me a tutorial, guys. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't need my handheld, but maybe give me a goddamn tutorial. Uh-huh. Ark right. um, has, like, I'm like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Like, I think I'm supposed to make a fire, but I don't know how. How? Like, yeah. There's, there's no... There's no telling me how to do this, and I can't suss it out. I um, I was also like Ark very much seemed like a game that you needed like someone who'd already played Ark to like uh-huh. guide you through, or or you needed to be playing it with like three or four people, and you could just like screw around. But like uh-huh. I found most of my time I was just kind of lost, and I'm like, why why am I karate chopping trees down? I think uh-huh. the thing is is. In Minecraft, when I punch a tree down, I'm like, well, that's ridiculous. But this world's ridiculous. It's made mm-hmm. of box trees, and I'm, like, some sort of box man and, like, whatever. But in Ark, where I'm, like, punching a tree with my realistic human hand into a realistic tree, I'm like, well, this isn't how things work, people. <laughs> There's rocks. You've picked one up. Just use that. I'm <laughs> like, I'm like, my character, this game is so realistic that apparently, occasionally, I just crap myself. Um... Which I can then use for fertilizer, I think, but I'm also pretty sure that's not how that works. Yeah, 100%. Um, I think that you, like, meat eater stuff, like feces, is not good for fertilizing. Well, but, you know. You know, I mean, but that's the thing is, it's, like, realistic. Like, the first time it happened, I'm like, what just happened? Because you, like, kind of stop and... <laughs> Much like in real life. Yeah. <laughs> Makes, I'm like, this is so weird, but I'm punching down tree. I don't know. I yeah, People I, seem to like it, but I was not a fan. I, but, uh, so anyway, I was, like, I, I could not find a game. Um, and there was a game on my wish list, and it's called Nexamon. Um, and it is the most, like, I am shocked that they did not get sued. Um, like, I don't know how either Pokemon and or Digimon was like, I don't know, guys. Like, this is... Um, but uh, my kid really wanted to play it. I'm like, okay, fine. Like, I had $40 in uh, gift cards, so I'm like, I'll buy it. And I bought it, and... I will say, one, it is probably 
in some ways better than Pokemon. But that's because I've come to the conclusion that Pokemon is not necessarily a great game. <laughs> um, like, or, or Pokemon could be a great game. Yeah. But there's way too many, like, flaws in it that I assume Nintendo's like, <laughs> why would we fix that? Like, <laughs> have you seen the sales numbers, even if we don't fix it? To, like, um, and, like, Nexamon sometimes fixes that. Like, it already has, like, kind of a better story, even though it is basically the same story. Um, a lot of, like, kind of fourth wall breaking, calling out Pokemon. <laughs> like, <laughs> you, you have, like, this little cat, like, friend um, who is... Basically, I'm pretty sure, like, your, um, like, the, the, uh, the, the, like, person playing, like, you know, the questions they would ask, he asks. It's like, hey, like, doesn't it not make sense that we can only carry six Nexamon at a time? Seems like maybe we should be able to carry more? And that's always a question. I'm like, why is it we can only carry six Pokemon? Why can you not carry seven? Get a backpack. Like, like yeah, like, like, they're in balls. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, you could, you know, like, yeah, you could have you could have a duffel bag full of Pokemon. Like, <laughs> Dragging a garbage bag full of Pokemon <laughs> like, behind there's, you. There's, there's no real reason why that shouldn't be allowed. Um, but, you know, like, okay, you kids go into that, like, oh, cool, two kids going into a scary haunted forest this makes sense kind of thing uh, because everyone in pokemon is 10 years old like i want to point that out ash who is on this grand adventure to become a pokemon mas- master is 10 <laughs> like, <laughs> um but it is also like and I, I need to play it a little bit more because the um it is it has that problem of like i i got to the first like boss and just got absolutely decimated. And I'm like, oh, this must be one of those, like, boss fights you can't win. <laughs> and uh, so, like, after get- getting through all six of my guys, I'm like, okay. And I'm like, oh, wait, I'm just at the first of the, the labyrinth to get to the boss. I was supposed to win that. Hmm. Um, and so, like, I was, I was, you know, like, I hadn't, um, I hadn't like, done a lot of, like, not side quests, because there weren't really side quests, but, like, I didn't do a lot of battling and stuff like that. But I'd done some. And so I figured, like, oh, you know, like, progression, you should be at least able to do this. And I had to go back and grind for about an hour um, to get to a level where I could take out the the dragon. Yeah. But, like, and I, I, I have a feeling that won't be a biggest problem now, because I kind of, like, know what I need to do. I've kind of figured that out. But this is another game that I'm, like... Guys, just give me a little bit of a tutorial. Um, like, I know that, you know, people who have played Pokemon are playing this, but, like, I don't know, pretend, like, someone who has not played Pokemon is playing this and give them a little bit of a hint. Um, you have eight different, like, uh, types of Nexamon, and, you know, I'm like, oh, okay, so, you know, uh, electric is going to be, you know, or water is going to be weak to electric. Electric, sure. You know, fire will be weak to water. That's fine. Why is psychic weak to fire? Like, <laughs> I mean, obviously, call <laughs> like that. You know, why? Why is wind weak to? I think. I think electric. Like, I there's just like a lot of things like that where, but it doesn't explain that. Like, I had to go look that up. Um, and so there's been quite a bit of like, okay, this makes no sense. I need to go look it up because kind of thing. Um, but it's still a good game. Um, I'm still kind of in. I'm I'm enjoying it, but like. 
I need like the people who make Pokemon and the people who make Nexamon and the people who make Monster Sanctuary, but not Monster Sanctuary because it's a perfect game. But like I want them <laughs> all to get together and make one phenomenal Pokemon game because like I think they can do it. But right now, like Nexamon and Pokemon, like are just kind of like separate have like really good games but if they could just get together and fix all of their problems i think they could make a really great game yeah yeah it uh it looks cool like i, I like i took a look at the screenshot it, oh yeah like, graphically it looks really really nice yeah it's real it's i like it i like i said i think the story like the or the writing of the you know kind of characters is way better yeah. um it's a lot funnier than uh than pokemon i mean not that pokemon's supposed to be funny but like it seems more like it's not taking itself as seriously as Pokemon does, and it's like, guys, it's Pokemon. You well, know? you don't, so. you don't g- become Pokemon masters by by just going all willy nilly. <laughs> yeah, take that yeah. serious. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna be buying another Pokemon game probably. I don't know tomorrow, um, for Christmas, and I'm not looking forward to playing it. Like, I'm not. I I don't know. I I think there's so many things where I'm like, guys, just you need to fix like 10 things to make a good game, but they just can't. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good luck, Cole. That's all I'm going to say. You want to talk about uh, the Grand Theft Autos, Dylan? Sure. Because I played through GTA 3 in about two days. Um,. Which went faster than I expected or remembered. And to be honest, I don't know if I actually ever finished GTA 3 back in the day. Yeah, I know. Because um, I, I, was, I was a wee lad uh, yeah. when I was playing these. And I definitely picked up Vice City first. Because um, I know, like, I got them. I, I'm guessing it was a couple years after they had come out. Because I definitely got... It might have even been a used copy at Blockbuster for like seven dollars. Nice, because um, that's what I used to do. Like that's how I got games. Because I mean, I'd have to go about twenty minutes over to the next town to get a store that had video games. So the only option what was what Blockbuster had used, and they occasionally had some new games. So it might have been a like a new greatest hits title at twenty dollars. Yeah. I don't, I don't quite remember. Um, but I picked up Vice City because. Vice City was what I remember the cool commercial with Flock of Seagulls playing, mm-hmm. right? So it's like that game looked so cool. So like that's what I gravitated towards as a young kid. And I was like, Mom, can I get this game kind of thing? Um, <laughs> and so I played that a bunch. But then you're like, oh, that was fun. So I'll get GTA 3. Um, but I don't know if I actually ever finished it. Um, but now playing it back in retrospect was kind of interesting um it's definitely i don't know probably the weakest entry i've been thinking about like okay what's the best gta game now but this one's definitely the weakest and i just think just because um first it's, it's the first one in the 3d realm and i think they learned a lot it's really arcadey kind of like gta 1 and 2 um they throw i found it interesting because they just throw money at you and there's nothing to buy with it <laughs> you just have a million dollars well, and it's like why do i even have this million dollars did they um, change the way that um like guns and stuff work when you die in vice city because i remember in the first one when you die it's like well half your money's gone and all your 
you have to like pay off the cops if you like go right. to the hospital. I actually didn't notice because I didn't mm-hmm. die a lot. Um or ever <laughs> yeah. outside of a mission where you could just restart, right? So I that actually like and that's why I'm saying is like I had so much money and nothing to spend it on. Yeah. Um so that was interesting. Um, it was worth a playthrough. The story is fairly bland. Um, I think you're so used to these kind of like wacky stories in the future GTAs and actually pretty good stories. This one is like pretty much straight crime drama. Like work for this <laughs> game, they screw you over. So you work for this game, they screw you over. Everyone screws you over until you have this crazy like standoff on a helipad and like blow up the the last gang leader and save the girl kind of thing um which i don't it's just like i don't remember a lot of that i remember some of the like the gangs and the missions and some of the interactions but that's about it um and i'm realizing i don't think i've i just didn't really love liberty city um the way i loved vice city as literally as the city that you are exploring and running around in um so I kind of just speed run through three. It was worth it. It was fun. It's actually pretty short. Um, I did not go out of my way to do every little detail. Um, but then I started playing Vice City and I was like, wow, this is a good game. Um, and it still is. And that's, I was kind of amazed and um, it kind of like hit me as like, as I was kind of like ripping around the city on a motorcycle or the moped or the car, I was like, man, this game's still really good. Um, I don't know. I don't, it just, it has that right blend of like arcadiness with a cool story and the cool city and good missions. And it's, it's like fun. It's just fun to play. And I quickly found myself doing like the ambulance missions and the taxi missions and the, uh, the vigilante missions that way i would have the improved stats or whatever because it was fun i was not i'm not speed running this at all i got just far enough in the story to where i could start buying the assets and start generating the money because unlike gta 3 vice said you actually have to like work for your money at the beginning you're like do a mission they're like here's a hundred dollars and you're like what can i buy with this you're like a pistol like that's <laughs> it and then you go to the gun store and it's like you have two options um so i found myself actually looking for like the pickup so i could have a decent weapon or whatever um it's a little interesting so getting used to like the drive-by shooting because until i don't until san andreas you just shot right or left out of the car or if you're on a motorcycle you just shoot straight ahead but um you can't really like aim out of the car kind of thing so it definitely has that like i remember this game so well um but it's just it's super fun to play even my buddy like stopped by who was like okay pop that in because i want to see it before i buy it and like we were just passing the controller back and forth doing like the taxi missions. And it was just like, it was so much fun. It was, it was kind of bizarre at how strong of a game this still is. And the graphic update is just enough to make it playable. Right. Um, Cause I don't like, it's exactly kind of what I wanted. It doesn't look great. It it looks kind of how it did then. But if it was now, I don't know, like it, it's, it looks good though. Like the city looks good. It's fun to play around in. Um, 
like the character models are probably the only part that you're like yeah they're still kind of ugly but as for like the city like and the cars it's like it looks pretty good um it's really nice that stuff's just not popping in constantly um <laughs> like it makes a big difference when you're playing the, the game and you're like driving really fast and like buildings and stuff and cars aren't just like popping in in front of you and and doing magic tricks and stuff so um i highly recommend it for anyone that that played that game and enjoyed it and want to go back because it's awesome the radio is still hilarious um and it's fun to like hear that again um all the years later um i just i'm having a ton of fun and i'm i'm pretty much playing it as if i'm like going to 100 percent the game because i'm very slowly just going through every little little detail probably even more thoroughly than i did the first time i played it even though i just spent so much time playing that and just like going on my own tangent and rampage through the city but this time i'm i'm really seeing every little bit that it has to offer um because like i said i don't this might be to me the best grand theft auto like even compared to the newer iterations that are just magnificent games but just for the sheer fun factor um it's a it's definitely a contender so that's awesome i uh I think the funny thing is, is when I think back about playing those games, like so I, I don't remember any missions. I don't. I mean, I played through them, but like most of my time in those games was just spent like driving around and trying to see like how high of a star rating you could get, and then how long you could survive right. with that star rating. <laughs> like finding cool places where you go where you just pile up like cop cars, like right. mountains of them. I, it's a good game. Yeah, and I th- I think like if you enjoy that you're going to have so much fun doing it again Um, because it's like, it's weird how fun it is. Like I'm still kind of amazed at like, you'd think that I'd just want to go play GTA five, but it's like, no, I don't. I actually want to play this. Like I, I find myself like kind of staring up at the TV right now. Like I could just go sit on the couch and I could play some more. (laughs) Um, It's just like, it's a, it's literally a blast. And like a lot of the missions I don't really remember. Um, Some of the ones I do, like I remember putting the big rack on the side of the building with the spotlight like like that one sticks in my mind so much it's like so it's like i immediately found that mission and like did it and i was like ha that's hilarious it's hilarious like that's i remember and then there's the stuff that's like i don't really remember that and that that's hilarious and like or little details you i again i was a kid so like yeah i knew some innuendos but there's a lot more innuendos that i didn't get probably (laughs) too so um it's definitely it's it's a lot of fun that's way cool. That's very cool. Uh, let's see. What have I been playing this week? I uh, I finished Psychonauts 2, which is very, very, very good. Like, if you've got Game Pass and have not played that yet, you are doing yourself a disservice. It's probably... Mm-hmm. You're doing yourself a disservice, Colin. It's probably <sighs> one of the best, like, puzzle platformers I've played in a very long time. Like, I, I would... Not to, like, say 100%, but it, it, there's a very good chance it'll be my, my 2021 game of the year. It's It's just great. It's really good. Um, and then I played a bunch of Forza 5, which is also very good. Um, I would say the only downside, like, let me put it this way. If you loved Forza 4, you will also love Forza 5 because they are literally the exact same game. Um, it's That's also the downside, right? Yeah, it's gorgeous. I mean, like, shockingly gorgeous. It may be the best looking game I've ever played. Um, it's just beautiful. The cars are great. The cars handle fantastic. The tracks are fun. The, you know, I mean, everything about it is good. But it's literally 
just more of the same. So if, if what you were hoping for was more of the same, congratulations. That's what you get. And that's fine. Like, I don't right. I don't know what Forza f- would do that would make it, like, groundbreakingly different. Um, but it's fun. I like the setting. Right. Mexico's a cool place to, to race around in. There's cities. There's jungles. Um, the city racing is actually really difficult um, because the, it's very small and often very cramped. Um, but there's, you know, there's city racing. There's kind of, like... Um, almost kind of like like Mexican ghetto cities too, which is kind of interesting. Uh, and then there's jungles that are just full of cool, you know, like hangy jungly plants and there's desert. It's fun. You know, I, yeah. I can't say, like I said, I can't say anything bad about it because it, it's beautiful. It, it looks fantastic. It's just like you could go straight from, I, I played four like two weeks ago and five is just the same thing. It's just in Mexico instead of in the UK. Right. And that's fine. You know, nothing, nothing wrong with that. Which so. I think, I think people who play Forza, like that's what you expect, right? Like you're, it's just like a, any other yearly kind of sports right? game. Like it's, it's more of a yearly update than it yeah. is a new game, right? It's so. fine. And, you know, it only comes out... I think the thing is I don't feel bad paying 60 bucks for it, too. I mean, it's Game Pass, so I didn't. But, uh, you know, it's it comes out, like, once every two or three years. It's not like it's every year where I'm just getting roster updates. Like, And it's gorgeous. I mean, it's shockingly beautiful. So... Mm-hmm. I definitely... Like da- I've downloaded it, but I've just been playing Vice City. Yeah, so. it's it's really worth it. I, the cars don't look quite as good. No, no, no. The cars, man, the cars are beautiful. Just beautiful. So It's honestly amazing how good that game can look. Right? When I play it like, on, like, because frames per second mean nothing to me, um, I play it on, like, 4K gorgeous mode, mode too. So not it just, it not just, performance mode. Yeah, yeah. So it's running at 30 frames a second. It just looks phenomenal, you know? It's it's great. So highly recommend that. But also highly recommend Psychonauts too. Play both those. Uh, all right, patron. Let us thank our lovely patrons this month. Uh, this is the way you can support the Bite Me Podcast in one, three, seven, or ten dollar increments. If you go to patreon.com slash bite me podcast, you can sign up today. Um, and you know, helps us pay for things like the software we're using to talk to each other right now that ultimately record this podcast without editing and be posted to the internet. That's not true. I actually edit it every week. There are things that I, I edit every time. Just not content, like but like the background hum from Colby's microphone gets edited out every single week. So you don't have to listen to that. It's nice. Uh anyway, you can support us. And if you're in the ten dollar uh tier you can support us uh and get your name read on every single one of our podcasts i put you in the show notes too you know when they fit um we we host at anchor.com and they limit the number of show notes you can post which is weird it's like it limits you to four thousand characters and sometimes they don't fit sorry it's just the way it works anyway shout out to john tippins sean palmer austin palmer alan schulte and joe cole jr we appreciate you guys and uh everything you do to uh keep this podcast going week after week after week again you can go to page patreon.com slash bite me podcast to uh you know see if that's something that interests you maybe it is maybe it isn't that's all right uh extra life uh bite me podcast.com slash extra life is where you go to donate we are let's see we've got about 45 ish days left in the year and we need to make 34 dollars 
to uh, to hit 4K. So I got an extra $50 donation this week, and uh, Rich Deacon got another $50 this week. So we were $134 away. We're only $34 away right now. So forget about Patreon. Go to our Extra Life and throw 34 bucks at us so we can get to 4K. That would be a, a very cool big number to hit. And if we hit 4K exactly, that'll mean we've raised exactly $22,000 for Extra Life and Children's Miracle Network hospitals in the last uh, five years, since 2016. So uh, 22000 has a really really nice ring to it so someone go give us 34 dollars. that'd be awesome uh last kind of uh internal housekeeping note uh i'm actually going to guest on the how do we human podcast uh we're recording tomorrow so it'll probably go up next week sometime we're going to talk about video games uh it is a podcast run by a friend of mine evan who is actually dylan before dylan was dylan is that is that how it works? He's old. I think so. Is is he old Dylan or are you new at, Evan? At this point, yeah. Yeah. So he's old he's old Dylan. Good friend of mine. We're gonna talk about video games. Uh it's a cool podcast. He's been doing it for a, a long time. So come check us out on the How Do We Human podcast. That'll I think go up next week. It looks like I think they post an episode on the fifteenth. I don't know. I have no idea what their production schedule is, but I'm recording it tomorrow, so in the next week or two I'll be on that one. So go check it out. It's called How Do We Human. <sighs> Finally. Dylan? News. All right. So Blizzard. Like, there's so much news this week. So the first thing you will probably remember is Jennifer O'Neill was the the, the former president of Blizzard stepped down or was asked to step down. I, I don't actually recall at this point because the Blizzard news all just gels into one massive gross blob of gross um her and mikey barra were promoted to co-presidents and we reported i think last week that she was stepping down and and made some kind of in you know like maybe we inferred that that maybe the reason she was doing it was because it wasn't a great environment she has since confirmed that uh she was stepping down because she was being tokenized marginalized and discriminated against uh and it is also clear she that should have went with discriminized, like discriminized, like, uh, tokenized, marginalized, and discriminized, like Al Sharpton kind of thing. I like it, like, yeah. Or Don King, like just like a real strong, you know, kind of eyes thing. I like it. She says uh, it is clear that the company would never prioritize our people the right way. Uh, she's Asian American and gay, and uh, just doesn't think that that Blizzard's going to get their anything together. Uh, she says. Uh, <laughs> There's not uh, just no hope for Blizzard getting any better. She also found out after she'd put in her notice that even though she is co-president with Mikey Barra, he makes more money than she does. <laughs> <laughs> and good guy Blizzard was like, oh, shoot, our bad. If you want to stay, we'll pay you the same that Mikey Barra does now. And she's like, <laughs> nah. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. <laughs> anyway, uh, Wall Street Journal had a big Blizzard expose that just blew up everything this week. Uh, she, they've seen emails in which she professed a lack of faith in Activision's leadership to turn the country around and also revealed that she'd been sexually harassed in the company earlier in her Wait, career. Turn the country around? Company, company, company. Hey, if you can mispronounce <laughs> podcast, I can mispronounce company. I, well, no, I just, I'm like, did she say country? Because I don't, I don't think that's, I mean, yeah, Blizzard's got a lot of problems, but I don't know if it's necessarily <laughs> their job to fix the entire country's uh, problems. Anyway, so that's that's the first thing. <laughs> um, Bobby Bobby Kotick, president, uh, current uh, CEO. Yes, 
Bobby Kotick, uh, star of 2011's Moneyball. Yes, but. yes, yes, yes. Um, has up until now been kind of saying like, hey, you know, we just didn't know what was going on. We're, we're trying to, to figure out. Um, Wall Street Journal reports that several women have accused Kodak of harassment and that the CEO worked quickly and quietly to settle those complaints. My favorite, well, it's, gosh, it's hard to choose a favorite. Like, there's so many things. Um, 16 years ago, he um, made death threats to his assistant um, which he said were just a big joke, and oh, I'm sorry, is that illegal? Now? <laughs> I I think it I think it was. <laughs> um, apparently, he just America. didn't like the way she did things. Um, a, he owned a co-owned a private jet, and when one of the stewardesses, uh, I'm sorry, flight attendants, what am I doing? I'm, this is not good. One of the flight attendants uh, complained that the other co-owner was sexually harassing him. He uh, then had her fired. <laughs> um, but maybe, maybe the best one is when he found out um, that uh, the head of Treyarch, Dan Bunting, was accused of sexually harassing women. They very much came out like the Activision HR was like, "This dude needs to be fired," and he's like, "No, I don't think we should fire him. Save that dude's job." You'll be happy to hear, I guess, that Dan Bunting quit like this week. But I, I don't know if that's that's the good news or or not exactly. Um, it's great. Um, on on top of all of that, um, do you guys remember um, Fran Townshend? She's the person that works for Activision, who's a torture apologist. Like you, you may recall. Oh her. yeah, 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 yeah. Do you remember when she sent out that huge email that everyone was super mad about, and uh, like said it was just super tone deaf? And Bobby Kotick came out and was like, "Nah, that's just that's like not the right way to phrase things." Do you remember that? And he kind of threw her under the bus. Um, no, well, like I but, tell you, so many things happened, but that's yeah. that's one of them. He's like, you know, just tone deaf, not not the right way to say it. Came out this week that he actually wrote that email <laughs> and said that it should come from Fran because oh, you know she was a woman in, and in the right part of the the company. <laughs> so he wrote it and then told her how bad it was. Oh, I mean screw her <laughs> oh yeah yeah also. she's a monster but like yeah i mean just a giant just a, i mean ugh. you'll you'll be happy to hear of course that the board is saying like no we should probably get rid of him <laughs> no the board is fully standing behind him but a bunch of shareholders are saying that he should be fired and apparently jim ryan from playstation is also maybe saying that this is not a good good idea to keep him around any longer so my guess is like what, what do you think the over under on bobby kotick still working at blizzard activision by our next podcast i'm gonna say no i mean maybe I don't know. I mean, or does or does Blizzard look at it as like, man, we had we used to have to pay this dude. We hire a new CEO, we got to pay him millions and millions of dollars. He's not even taking a salary right now. Like yeah. they're like, maybe the savings make up for it. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think, Dylan? Is he going to be here next week? Yeah. <laughs> like, like cynical me is like, I don't know. <sighs> Well, you know, whatever. <laughs> Is the person that they put in his place going to be any better? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. What if I told you that he received an email from a lawyer working for um, a former Sledgehammer Games employee that had been raped by her supervisor and then he covered it up? Would that, would that, would that <laughs> change your mind at all? <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I, I can't help but laugh. Like, I, how did Blizzard... I just don't understand how Blizzard went from being... I mean, Blizzard Activision was like the company, right? They made every game they touched turn to gold, at least on the Blizzard side of things for the most part, to being this company that I'm like... It's just bad. It's bad. I don't know if they can turn it around. I don't know. I don't know. I guess it's... I have to assume it's a pretty unfortunate situation when you have a couple people at the top that are really souring it for... Because I'm sure it's a big... There's a lot of people that work for Blizzard. Oh, right? yeah. Absolutely. And a lot of them are probably great people. Yeah. And this sucks for them. Um a couple bad hires can make things go real south for a long time, I guess. Although I will I, say, like, I, I absolutely agree with you. Um, yeah. I, I will say two things. My, my favorite phrase is when people say that, because they say that all the time, like, you know, a couple bad apples. And no one ever says the other half of that idiom, which is spoil the entire barrel. Um, but also, I think when you have, like, that much of a failure at senior leadership, you have to assume that, like, oh. middle management is probably also a shit show there. <laughs> Right, it's the people that but, work mean, there are getting that are getting screwed. It's it's the everyday right. people that's that are what, getting screwed. That's what I'm saying is like those people also aren't the ones that yep. Because like it's not my job to manage my managers. No, nope. right, absolutely. Like not. I'm trying to do my job. I'm trying to make this game. And to be honest, like a lot of people that are those people might not have any idea that this is going. Oh, absolutely. Right. And this is all yeah. news to them. Yep. So I just want to say that it's like. When we say Blizzard, we're not talking about absolutely them, right because it's like again these people bust their butts on these oh, games yeah. and they yeah. are they're still great games like there's a lot of hard work that you don't want to overlook because of these absolutely knuckleheads agreed. at the top of the, that are ruining it for everybody. Absolutely so, agreed. I, I just want to say that I could not agree more. It's right. I mean, could you imagine working for Blizzard and coming in every single day and, and looking at the news and just going. Oh, oh, not again. Man. <laughs> I thought we were over like Oh, I have a way to solve this. We just get rid of all of the professional managerial class. God, oh. all of it. Just get rid of it. Solve it. I mean, I, I, then I don't have a job anymore, but Sorry, Cliff. It's all right. Like I get it. I <laughs> I'm I'm not saying I disagree, Cole. I like it <laughs> it makes sense. I I'm actually pretty much on board for that. <laughs> it's a bummer, but yeah, no, it's it's just it makes you think that maybe there might be a better way. I, I'm just, just, just saying. Maybe there's, maybe there's something we could do about this. But yeah, it's it's terrible. And I mean, and and to your point, Dylan, like a bunch of people walked out yesterday. A bunch of people like that news broke, and they're just like, nope, we're on strike. Goodbye. Right. <laughs> so it's just, which is, I mean, which is, I probably what you should do in that situation. Right. right? We're gonna take a couple days off, like. Figure out what the heck's going on. Like, I don't know. Like, I actually, it's... I forgot about that until right now. Last week, Blizzard uh, announced, like, hey, guys, why don't you just take the entire week of Thanksgiving off? Like, that'd be cool. Just take it all off. And then uh, today they're like, well, yeah, sure, we knew this thing was coming. <laughs> but take it off anyway. <laughs> just gross. Take I, it off. Don't talk to the press. Right. Just go home just with go your family. Home. Like, what was that second part? Uh, go home with your family? family? Turkey. Eat turkey. Talk about turkey and football. It's It's the American way. You know, like, it should just be, like, a no cell phone kind of week. Don't look at any news. Social media. Don't just, do yeah. anything. Yeah, just Unplug cut it all out. It. I Unplug. got it. We're going to send them all on a 
a uh, team building exercise in the woods <laughs> for two weeks. Everyone's going on a cruise. No cell phones. No cell phones. <laughs> <laughs> We're buying a, out four boats. <laughs> that's a great bad movie right there. We can use one of Bobby Kotick's yachts. Because <laughs> you know he has more than one. Uh, all right, game awards. Um, it's coming up soon. I don't. It airs in November. I don't know or December. I don't know when the date is, but that's not important right now. I guess let's talk about the nominees real quick. Game of the year. Uh, Deathloop is one of them. So did you guys like Deathloop? Kind of fell off. But do you remember that Deathloop is a PlayStation exclusive for a year for a company owned by Microsoft? And is it, it only for a year? Yeah, it's a it's a year I exclusive. I thought it was a full exclusive. No, it's a year exclusive. It's a timed exclusive for a year. So next September, all of us will be able to be able to play Deathloop on Game Pass for free. <laughs> uh, Deathloop is one. It takes two is another, which is definitely you know it takes two is a very good game. I've had some complaints about it, but it's it's very very innovative, very very interesting. Uh, Metroid Dread, which I have not played. No, neither of you guys have played Metroid Dread either, right? No. Like I really want to, but like I don't know why, but I'm like. I don't know. I want that to be a forty dollar game. <laughs> I fair. I, I cannot like tell you why I'm like I want that to be a forty dollar game, but I just do. But I would really like to play it. I've heard it's very good. Yeah, yeah. Adam loved it. So, uh, Psychonauts two, which I just finished playing, it was very good. Ratchet and Clank: A Rift Apart, which Dylan just finished playing, I said it was very, very good. good. Uh, I did not play Resident Evil Village, but I like that tall chick. So, call that a good. I, I just think that's a really good. I remember when the Game of the Year awards came out last year, and I was like, uh, oh, a bunch of like AAA games that I don't care about. It's kind of fun to see a bunch of games that are, you know, I mean, I'm not saying Resident Evil Village and Deathloop aren't, or Metroid right. Dread even, aren't AAA games, but these are not like... It's kind of a weird list yeah. for, for Game of the Year. It's a really interesting list. I really like it, so... Are you kind of surprised like Far Cry isn't on there? Kind of. Yeah. But I mean, that's the thing is, is like Far Cry is not on there. None of the like Call of Duty thing. I mean, and I know those Forza? just got released. Um, and that's the problem. I wonder if there's a cutoff period. There is a cutoff period. Um, like I remember. so stupid. So, But I think those are eligible next year, I think. Next year. I know, but yeah. that's a stupid thing. Like, do you remember a game you played in october no. or november right. of last year like the year before no but like i don't know if you had a cutoff of december because most games are like there's no triple yeah, a right everything releases by december 1st the midway through november yeah, yeah. this like, is this is interesting though best game direction is death loop it takes two returnal psychonauts 2 and ratchet and clank best narrative is death loop it takes two life is strange true color which is a good game um, Guardians of the Galaxy and Psychonauts 2. So Psych Guardians of the Galaxy was just released, so there must be, like, the the, the cutoff must have been very recent, because I think that game came out, like, yeah. two weeks ago. Um, best art direction is Deathloop, Kenna Bridges Spirit. I mean, Spirit, Forza is, is on here for audio design. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Psychonauts 2, Ratchet & Clank, The Artful Escape. Um, you liked that, didn't you, Colin? I really yeah. like that, yeah. Um, yeah, best score is Cyberpunk, Deathloop, Near Replicant, Guardians of the Galaxy and the Artful Escape, best audio design, yeah, Forza 5, Deathloop. I think Deathloop is literally in every single one of these. It's crazy. The game must be must be good. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of fun to uh, see. But I really want to find out. Oh, best indie game, 12 Minutes, Death Door, which Colby just bought me for my birthday. 12 Minutes, really? Yeah. Uh, like that of, was a universally like kind of pain. Yeah, game. Uh, maybe there weren't a lot of like like indie games when you're talking award winning. Like you got to get to a, like a certain I've, area. I think I could come up with way more than something yeah. that adding twelve minutes. <laughs> Loop hero inscription. I, I'm trying to find out the. Uh, 
the let's see they always do up until now they've always done the uh like who is the oh the content creator of the year this is always my favorite <laughs> because every year this dude just like whoever it, wins just milkshake ducks instantly but i've never heard of any might of these as, people it, so it might as well just be the uh the uh, Madden curse <laughs> right every right. single year but I've never heard of these people Dream Fusely Gowls Ibea or The Grevg oh, I love The Grevg <laughs> that's one word T-H-E capital G-R-E-F-G The Grevg <laughs> anyway Game Awards are fun uh, they're gonna debut 40 to 50 games I think during that telecast so probably something worth watching it's normally like I don't know, I want to say this, it looks like it's going to be December 9th, 2021, so you got about three weeks. Check that out. It's, it's always, it's one of my favorite things to watch, probably after E3, so good stuff. Uh, apparently Death Deathloop, though, looks like it's a, a keeper, which, uh, unfortunately, I'm not going to play it until it comes out of the PlayStation. I guess I could pick it up on PC. It's on PC, too, I think, so. Uh, let's see, so Phil Spencer was interviewed and uh they they it was a it was a big deal maybe mm, two weeks ago that game pass had not made its like projections for for subscription numbers right they have 19 million and they wanted more than 19 million i, I don't remember what the goal was but they, they wanted 19 million we did the math on this um like a week or two ago and like that ended up being a whole lot, a lot of, of billions of dollars a, a year and so I, like at the time i was like who cares um but phil spencer wants everyone to to feel better and uh and let you know that it's you know very sustainable um that game pass is not like th there's a lot of rumors going around that essentially that that microsoft is funding game pass and losing money doing it like that they're burning cash in order to use Game Pass to grow their video game install base and uh, and that kind of stuff. And anyone who knows anything about Microsoft would know that that's not well, true. Well, <laughs> well, here's the thing. Even if they are, like, even if that is a, a uh, what are those called? Um, like a loss leader. Yeah, loss leader. Like, I'm pretty sure they could afford it. it. Yeah, they're a trillion dollar <laughs> like, company. They're fine. Yeah, like, I, it's one of the biggest companies in the world. Yeah. Apparently, though, that it is not true and even at its current subscriber base it is very very sustainable and continuing to grow uh the exact quote from phil spencer is i know there's a lot of people that like to write that we're burning cash right now for some future pot of gold at the end no game pass is very very sustainable right now as it sits and it continues to grow so don't don't like man if you guys were going to bed at night worried that microsoft maybe wasn't gonna be okay everything's fine it'll be okay so, so no worries there. Um, speaking of Microsoft, uh, Minecraft and uh, Walt Disney World have gotten together to uh, make a uh, version of Walt Disney World that you can visit inside of Minecraft, which is cool. Um, have I've, I've been to the Disneyland one. Have either of you guys ever seen the Disneyland one? I know I've talked about it a couple times. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Uh, so what I'm going to say is probably you just want to uh, go to the Minecraft marketplace and you can grab the DLC and download it and then you can wander around the Magic Kingdom. You know, if you don't if you don't happen to live there and go a couple times a week, um, maybe you miss it. Um, I've been there two of the last three days, so 
it's not not quite as big of a, a deal for me, but you know, it might it might be kind of like Dylan has been to Walt Disney World before. He probably like like thinks of it fondly and maybe would like to visit again. You can go get Minecraft off of Game Pass right now for free, and then go visit uh, go visit the DLC. Do it, Dylan. Report back how good it is. All right. It's kind of tempting, actually. It's fun. I, I don't know. I don't know how this one is. The Disneyland I one. I is don't dope. know. How, I don't know how to Minecraft, but I can try. Dylan, I know you very well. You are smart. You are capable, and I think you can do it. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Just let us know. Yeah. All right. Um, so, Minecraft's twenty years old, and that makes me feel kind of old. Uh, it turned 20 on November 11th, which is also my grandpa's birthday and is also Veterans Day. So that's... Good grandpa or bad grandpa? Good grandpa. We already talked about this. I don't remember. That's all right. Um, I don't know if that makes me feel older or realizing that never mind it turned 30 this year. Yep. Yeah. So did Blood Sugar Sex Magic. They both came out on the same day. Did they really? Uh, like uh, September 24th? I looked yep. up Nevermind yesterday because it was like, hey, yep. Nirvana put out, like, my echo was like, hey, Nirvana put out new music. I'm like, well, that seems well, they didn't. highly unlikely. Yeah, <laughs> They're like, do you want me to... Unless we, unless we have a cure for shotgun to head, <laughs> I think that... Pretty unlikely. Uh, and she's like, do you want me to play it? I'm like, yes, I'm curious. She's like, the presenting the 30th anniversary re-release of Nevermind. I'm like... Wow. <laughs> I feel old. Anyway, neither here nor there. Uh, net, uh, not Netflix. Xbox turned 20 uh, a couple days ago. And as part of that celebration, they released 30 games into backwards compatibility. I'm sorry, not 30, 70 games into backwards yeah. compatibility. There's some really, really good stuff on here. Um, the entire Max Payne series is now backwards compatible. The entire Fear series is backwards compatible, um, which is awesome. Um, the entire skate franchise is now backwards compatible. Uh, what else is on here? Let's see. I've got a big old list. Oh, this list is very small. Why is this list so tiny? Uh, let's see. 50 Cent Blood on the Sand. I know a lot of people have been waiting for that. <laughs> I've actually heard that that game is really good. I have too. <laughs> um, Beautiful Katamari, which I think a lot of people liked, is good. Um, the Black College Football Experience Doug Williams edition. I think a lot of people have probably really been... Uh, been hanging out for that. Um, Darwinia is there. Uh, a bunch of Dead or Alive games are there. Uh, Disney Universe is actually a really fun game. I actually really like that. I played. I beat that on the 360. All the fear games, like I was saying. Um, Lego Lord of the Rings, which I know a lot of people really like. That's kind of held up as one of the better uh, Lego games. is a lot of fun. I think that was the first one that was voiced. I think it was too. Yeah, By the original actors, as I recall. I think. Um, I Mortal Kombat, a bunch of those. Um Mortal Oddworld Munch's Odyssey, which was kind of a fun game. Um, was that the OG Xbox? I don't think so, but maybe? I'm not really mm. sure. Red Dead Revolver is now PC. Nice. Um, let's see. Rio, that weird uh, game made after the movie Rio. Uh, I've heard Rio is actually really good. Really? Huh. Yeah. Sacred 2 Fallen Angel? Is that? Yeah, yeah. I might I might have to check that out. Um 
Because Sacred 3 was not, not great. Um, a bunch of SpongeBob games. <laughs> Star Wars Starfighter, Star Wars Episode 3 Revenge of the Sith, uh, Star Wars The Clone Wars, and Star Wars Jedi Knight 2 Jedi Outcast, which is a terrible name, is out. Uh, the Thrillsville games are there. Time Splitters 2. Um, Toy Story Mania, which I did not realize had an Xbox release. I had that on the Wii. I wonder if it's any better on the Xbox. A um, couple of Viva Pinata games. It's just, you know, it's a lot of stuff. And it, unfortunately... Miss- did you say Red Dead Revolver? I did say Red yeah. Dead Revolver. It's pretty probably exciting, right? You. It's probably because I was trying to read the list. <laughs> it's some good stuff. Um, that's a really, good, that's a really good that. game. You should. Try. I, ho- I hope it's still as good as I remember it being, but it, I mean, it's probably still good. Yeah, I would think so. I uh, Shooters tend to be like, it's not just going to be that one yeah 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 so i just like xbox's um dedication to this um this is apparently then i've got bad news yeah i know that's that's kind of (laughs) a bummer this is what they said is the last update of backwards compatible titles but there are like i was looking today I, i think i think there are there's somewhere between 550 and 600 backwards compatible titles now um it was it was there was 50 on each page and it was 12 pages so um assuming that the last one had somewhere between zero and 50 it was you know like five five fifty six hundred backwards compatible games is pretty amazing considering that nobody else does this so um and phil uh, spencer actually came out today i always want to call him phil specter those are two very very different people um Phil Spencer came out today actually advocating for um, like legal licensed uh, emulation on on game systems. He's like, you know, we do it already. Like that's what this is. Like these games are emulated via you know backwards compatibility. These games don't just run. Like we're we're emulating them. You know, by emulating the hardware, and he's like, it's it's a solution that everyone needs to look into because we should be able to like just be like the way you can play an old movie on your current, you know, whatever. You should be able to play old video games on your current whatever, and, and that's the way to make it happen. So, I think that's cool. And there's some there's some like legitimately good games on there. So so go check that well, out. This, I mean, this list like, has two of my favorite games of all time. Right? right? It's great. It's real good. I mean, Bing. like the thing is, is that I wouldn't be able to play. I mean, I could play uh, Call of War without yeah. it because I have an Xbox 360 still but like you're not gonna break I mean, that out I mean come no. on um, I I don't know uh, the only real disappointment is is that I was hoping that Amped would get backwards compatible before they stopped making backwards compatible games but I wonder why because that's a Microsoft game yeah I don't know man I don't know maybe it's just too old like it's it's OG Xbox so yes, they they release OG Xbox oh yeah yeah I'm just saying though. like there's a lot less OG Xbox games released than there are 360 games I wonder if it's just harder yeah. or something or I wonder if it's actually that did that game have that game had licensed music in it didn't it uh, it probably I did. bet you it's that's... I bet you it's a music licensing problem yeah. would be my guess oh well so I was just thinking about a the Scarface game Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, it was essentially GTA Vice City, but I was, I'm like, ho- I'm still like, I'm hoping that I could play that again. But I'm pretty sure it probably is because of licensing. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe because of its Scarface and yep. music. I don't know. Like, yeah. like there's probably a lot of hoopla to deal with. But I think I have, I have it still on the Wii. I think so. It's like I could play it again, but I don't know. <laughs> I'm just sad that Gun was not uh, part of that. Yeah, no, I've heard. I, you know, I've never played Gun, but I've heard great things about it. Super good game. 
Is that really not on the list yet? Nope. Yeah. I literally, I looked like the other day. I think before I started playing uh, Call of War S, I'm like, yeah. I want to play like a, I play a, a first person. Yeah. And so I looked up Gun. I'm like, it's oh. not on there. But I'm like, well, I already have Call of War S downloaded. <laughs> like, yeah. Love it. Love it. Well, play Red Dead Revolver. I think you'll, yeah, yeah. you'll, you'll like that. I'm, I'm, I was going to play, uh, Red Dead Redemption this, uh, upcoming year. It's like, a you know, um, oh, New Year's resolution, but maybe I'll play that and wait for the, uh, wait for the, uh, remaster of, of, Red uh, Dead one. Red yeah. Dead, yeah. I, I, I think that it's important to choose, um, New Year's resolutions Life. that are achievable, oh. and playing the Red Dead games is it's pretty achievable. Call I think it's, it's good. not like I'm going to lose weight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, next up. So we talked about this last episode uh, when uh, Megan from our Discord. Uh, asked like why isn't Twitch on the Nintendo Switch? And I think all of us were like, oh, Twitch isn't on the Switch. That's that's super weird. Why wouldn't it be? Um, and then this week they announced that Twitch is now on the Switch. So I like to think that uh, we, we we made that happen somewhere. I don't I don't know if it was like we spoke it into the universe and so it came true, or if you know like the Nintendo people are listening to our podcast and like, oh shoot, how did we miss that? And you know just threw it on there. <laughs> Nintendo Algeria. Is Nintendo listening. Algeria was that's who our that's who our Algerian listener is. Um, but either way, uh, if you were if you were listening last week and like these guys are dummies, it's out now. It's just timing, you know. It's 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 available. We just didn't want to lead you astray, so go get your Switch, install Twitch on it, and then watch Twitch on a really tiny screen that you hold awkwardly. It's probably not the best way to view it, but you know, whatever. Go uh, get on the dock and play it on your TV. Uh, finally, Colby, what is the amount of money you would pay for a Gucci Xbox that comes in its own Gucci, Gucci suitcase Xbox case and also includes Game Pass. Oh, well, see, originally the, I was going to I'd pay for, for the, the price the game of Game Pass. pass. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, if the answer, I mean, what would I pay yes, for it? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, zero. zero. I, it's real weird. It, I... I so so the answer is how much you would pay for it. I mean, it, they released today. My guess there was only a hundred of them. They probably have all been sold now, which makes me sad. The answer was ten thousand dollars a piece. Jeez. Um, I don't know if I've ever seen anything I like less though than the Xbox with the front of it. Um, has the like Gucci texture I, I i don't know if that's a thing, yeah but it looks pattern yeah it, I guess. it looks really awful like the gucci controllers are fine like the stripes the, con the controllers are fine i would i'll i'd say that stripes fine i could do without it saying gucci on it but i just i, I just don't who who who's the market for this like do you think it's just like is it uber rich people or is it people that are gonna like speculatively buy this thing and cryptocurrency people <sighs> i hate that that's actually probably the right answer it's some douchebag who made a million dollars selling some sort of monkey picture god anyway it's ugly and it's gaudy world and I hate it. Did you hear that Crypto.com bought the naming rights to the Staples Center for the next 20 years? I did. $700 I million. Dollars. 
something that'll probably be around in 20 years. <sighs> I if if there is any fairness in this world, crypto.com there's not. goes away in two years in some sort of there's not. Anyway, the thing's hideous. It's so ugly. I I hate it. Thank you, Microsoft. But I guess I mean someone made what's what's that? How much is that? A hundred million dollars? Is that right? Is that ten thousand times a hundred? Is or is it or is it? It's a million. That's a million. It's a million. Or is that a hundred? I don't know. Math is yeah, really million. hard. Let's see. I'll do it in a calculator. Oh, it's only a hundred. I don't know. It's I, only a hundred thousand dollars. All of us are really bad at math, but I'm playing. I'm playing Zookeeper World over here, Cliff. Like I can't oh, be that's, expected to that's do That's not math. an excuse. Dylan, help me. Hey, yo, Vinny. Is it time for questions? It is time for questions. I thought you were going to have Vinny or have uh, uh, Dylan do math. <laughs> Dylan, Dylan I need me. some help. Okay, <laughs> ten times. Oh, can, ten. I'll do. I'll do math. We're done with math. That's that's my that's my strongest subject. Maybe there'll be more math later. If there's more math, you get to do it next. Uh, Vinny wants to know what is your favorite Xbox memory as we just celebrated the twenty year anniversary of Xbox. What what's uh what's your like fondest thing you remember about Xbox? Like original Xbox or just, just Xbox, Xbox in, in general? general? Like something well, Xbox. I'm gonna go with original Xbox. And yeah, it's, I think we should go with original. Right. It's the first time I saw an Xbox. Um, because I'll even be honest, I don't think I knew what an Xbox even was until that day. Yeah, yeah. Because we weren't on the internet. Maybe I saw a commercial. You weren't on the internet in 2003? I didn't have a computer. Oh, okay. No, I mean, that was not, well, it was 2001. Yeah, twenty years ago. Which was, yeah, I might have by two thousand three. Oh yeah, but um, so I I I, I might have seen a commercial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I honestly don't even really remember that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was February because it, it was my one of my best friend's birthdays, and his dad got him an Xbox. Nice. Um, and Halo. And we're all like, we're all sitting downstairs, like all the adults at the birthday party and us kids. And you like plug in Halo and it was crazy. Like it was like the coolest thing. Um, and like, I'll always like remember that um, because it was such a, like a big deal. Um, and it was kind of like surprising, like this magic Xbox thing that that's I really awesome. didn't even know existed. Um, because that's, I mean, that's the time we still lived in, in 2001. Um, so that's super I mean, cool. That's really cool. Yeah, that's good. How about yours, Cole? Cause I have one too, but I, I'm afraid I might steal your thunder by choosing the same one. So why just go. So in 2001, presumably, um, Colby and my dad drove out from, so I was living in, in Michigan and uh, they drove out to uh, my grandparents' house in Illinois, and we came Ooh. down to visit them, um, just to see my grandparents, to see Colby and, and my dad, because I hadn't seen them in a while. And uh, my dad, like, I, even to this day, I don't really remember why dad bought you an Xbox for this trip. I remember. What was the reason? Oh, because you didn't want to come? I didn't want to. I had to drive yeah. Dad out to Illinois. I will point out that the day before we left, they thought I might have appendicitis, and Dad's like, "Well, we got to go. Uh, 
what's her name's gonna yeah, die my, soon who died eight yeah, years later Aunt Roxanne, or who was like they're literally like she's on her deathbed like if you want to see her you've got to come see her now yeah and she lived like another eight years she, she held on they're like she has like a heart attack and a stroke like every other day but somehow she just keeps going she's like the energizer bunny uh Anyway, so so it was bribery. But I, did, I didn't want to go, and he's like, "Well, I'll get you an Xbox." I'm like, "I still don't want to go, but I want an Xbox." So the best part of that was, so my dad guilted, or my Colby guilted my dad into buying an Xbox to do it, and then I guilted my dad into buying me an Xbox. I'm like, "What the hell? You bought Colby one? It's bullshit." <laughs> it was. I I worked for that, and uh, so I got an Xbox too, and it was great. <laughs> Liked it a lot. Rented Halo and did not beat it. And uh, beat it again like 20 years later. So what, what's the it? rest is history. The rest is history. And and you have this podcast today because of it. I mean, probably not really, but maybe. I don't know. What is it, What was your favorite memory? Or is that the same, call? No. Um, like, I really enjoyed playing Amped. Yeah. Like, that was... Because, you know, you could put in music. You could, uh, like, rip music yep, onto, onto the, drive. the Xbox. And, that and was play. a cool feature of the Xbox. Yeah. Um, but uh, oddly, mine was probably um, because I didn't have a DVD player at the time. I think it might have been my first DVD Oh, player. nice. Um, was watching, that was about the same time that they released the first season of The Simpsons. Oh, sure. Um, so I was constantly watching the first season of The Simpsons on my That's Xbox. That's awesome. Um, like I remember watching because we I brought out the Xbox to your house. Like I remember watching the Simpsons at your house on my Xbox. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I will say the my my least favorite part, uh, my my worst Xbox memory is that the original Xboxes were kind of hot garbage. Um, they like my DVD drive just stopped working. A lot of people DVD drives just stopped working. Uh, they they were they were not terribly well made. Um, unfortunately, but man, that was that was good. And Colby's right. Playing Amped is probably one of my favorite Xbox memories. I remember, I remember distinctly um, Christmas of probably two thousand. Do you remember getting Grandma and Grandpa to play Amped? Yeah, Christmas of like two thousand two, two thousand three. The day after Christmas, Colby and my friend Mitch came up to our apartment. Colby might have lived with me at the time. I don't. I don't remember. Um, I did. And we just spent all day playing Amped and. Um, a Disney skateboarding game. I, I don't remember even what it was called, but it was like you, you skateboarded as different Disney characters and uh, just like spent all day doing that and eating like Pepperidge Farm <laughs> sausage and, <laughs> uh, you know, like those little Pepperidge Farm mints. And oh, it was just, it was like the best day. We had so much fun just like passing the controller around and playing video games all day. It was great. Uh, all right, Monotone Screaming wants to know: Did you ever camp outside of a game store waiting for a launch? Have you ever, have you ever like camped outside waiting for something? I have not camped out for anything waiting for a launch. Same, yeah. It's not like I. I think we were both a little young to do that for concert tickets. Yeah. Um, like I think, but we were probably like a little old for video games. But well, and I think even video games. I think. By the time I was old enough to do that, either I was just putting ten bucks down at GameStop and having it guaranteed, or uh, like you know, not that long after that, buying it digitally. Um, uh-huh. You know, I mean, I guess, and I say not that long after that, I mean fifteen years later. But uh, yeah, I've just or like through Amazon, yeah, where you didn't have to worry about. I've just, running I've out. never cared enough about any game to need it 
the day it came out. It's just not. It's not that big of a deal to me. And like the things that I might have been willing to do that for would be like systems. And when did that become a thing? Because that'd be kind of an interesting like. Because to me that that is solidly in like the late nineties. Yeah. Well, I would say like for concerts, it was probably and, like the eighties and nineties. Well, 90s. Yeah. well yeah. yeah, yeah, for concerts and stuff. But like for video games, it, to me that's really like ninety eight on. So I would have been in high school. And it's not like, you know, mom and dad are like, hey, yeah, just go down and camp out in front of a store. And you would have been too old. And so I think it was mostly just for kind of like in a weird time period where like it wasn't real. And then by the time like I would have been old enough, like I have I have no want to camp out. Well, I think, too, it went from being a like a thing you had to do to a thing that they encourage you to do at like midnight release parties. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. Have you, have you ever, have you ever done a midnight release party, Dylan, or camped out for something? I never camped for anything, but I showed up at midnight. Um, by the time I could do that, I mean, I had to be old enough to drive at that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. So, um, at that point, I don't ever remember the line being that long. Yeah. So it was mostly showing up at a GameStop at midnight yeah. and um, waiting in a short line to get your game and go home and play it or whatever. But. I also, like, the, like a midnight release for me, like, I, maybe I'm just old, but, like, <laughs> like I'm I, mean, I mean, first of all, yeah, like, I've been, I stayed up until, like, 11.15 last night, and that's the latest I've been up in a while. <laughs> um, and I just, like, go, the idea of, like, going out at midnight and getting a game and then coming home and playing it, like, nah, that's what sleep's for, man. <laughs> like, I sleep and then I get up early and play it, that's fine. Um, I, I will say, though, when I worked at Software Etc., um, I worked there for... Almost four years. I worked there like 95 to 99-ish, three and a half years. And uh, the only time we ever had like a line at the door was September 3rd, 1997, the day Final Fantasy VII released. And I got to work. uh, We opened at 10, I believe. And I got to work at seven because we had to we the game we did not have the game in store that day like it was being it would be there before nine delivered by UPS and they brought we, we pre sold more copies of that game than any software etc west of the Mississippi I think we pre purchased like two hundred and fifty or three hundred copies of it and so it was like boxes and boxes and boxes of Final Fantasy seven. And, and so we had to get there early so we, you know, we knew that we'd be able to catch UPS when they came. And we had a line in the mall outside our door at like 6.30, 7 o'clock in the morning. So, and like, I think we probably just let him in. I, I've got to assume as soon as the game came, like we weren't like, no, you're waiting until 10, sir. I assume we let him in. But yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a weird day. It was also the day before I got married, which is A, the reason why I remember what day it was. Um, but also like, I'm like, I got to work half a day before I get married because like the biggest release of, uh, I mean, I'm going to put career in air quotes, but my, my video game retail career, <laughs> software, <laughs> etc. career came out that day. So it was, it was an interesting, it was an interesting day. Uh, Colby, you have a question. Why don't you ask it? I mean, that means you're gonna have to stop playing your match three zoo game, but. And and scroll down from what we are playing in the uh, good man. You document. bring a lot to the table, Colin. I, I do. 
Did you hear my intro? I think I'm going to trade you out for Hans. Fire. Uh, question for me. Have you ever played slash beat a game and then gone to play it a second time and have no recollection of it? Because I sure Was have. it by chance Call of Juarez? Yes. Um, so I started up Call of Juarez. And bear in mind, I listened to a podcast where this was featured for probably a good solid 15 minutes where they played clips of the game and everything. And I went, that sounds fun. And then I, I start playing it and it boots into the menu and it says... Like, it's got the, like, I don't know, they're called, like, Nuggets of Truth or something, like, Gold Nuggets of Truth. And it's, um, like, things that you can click on that are, like, little, like, information about, like, Western people, like, you know, Jesse James and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. And I click on that, and I'm, like, 23 of 40. And I'm, like, that's a weird, like, why, I wonder why when you start the game there's already 23 <laughs> unlocked. I'm, like, that's weird. And so I hit, I start the game, and it's, like, the first option is continue. <laughs> and I'm, like... I'm like, have I played this game? Have I? I wonder if I like just started it and just you know didn't like maybe you start with twenty of yeah, the yeah, things and, and I found like three. Maybe I played like the first level, and so I hit continue and I'm like, well, well that was dumb. Like I'm gonna want to play from the first, and so the next option under continue is new game plus. <laughs> I'm like, why can I click on that? And so I'm like, whatever. And so I start new game and I'm like. New Game Plus, why is that unlocked? And so I go into my achievements, and the first achievement is beat the game on any um, difficulty, which was unlocked in 2014. That's hilarious. But also, like, how cool is that that cloud saves work that well? Like, that's uh -huh. really awesome. <laughs> but, like... The thing is, is like 2014 was not that long ago. Like this was not a game that I'm like, oh, 2006, like kind of thing. This is 2000. I mean, this was seven yeah. years ago. Um, and I have like, I am three fourths of the way. I have zero <laughs> recollection. There's not been a thing where I'm like, oh, I remember this part. There is nothing. Um, this has been like memory hold from my like kind of thing. And I don't think that's ever happened. Like I've like started movies and gone like, I've seen this before, but I have never like so entirely been like, I know I beat this. Like I can see that I beat this. I don't remember a single thing about I... this. Probably the closest I've gotten to that is when on the podcast, I think this was actually before you were on the podcast call. And I said something like uh, the dark, the, yes, the olden times, the before times um, where I said like, ah, you know, I really like Diablo four. I should really beat that. And you're like, you have beaten that have. with me. And I'm like, I absolutely have not. You're like, no, no, I promise you did. I'm like, I don't think so. And so I did the same thing. I went and looked at my achievements list. I'm like, ah, beat Diablo on any difficulty level. Huh, I guess I did do that. Do not remember it to this day. Um, I do that with other media, though, constantly. I know. You, you constantly. still have, you still to this day are like, I have never seen the, this is the end yeah, movie? I've never seen that movie. I know you think I have. You have. <laughs> no, we watched it over at your yeah, house. I, there's a lot of movies I do that to, um, and I actually do it with books quite a this bit. This is too. the end being yeah, one of them. I do it with books a lot as well. Um, there's There are books that I read, and I'll get like three quarters of the way through it and go like, I think I've read this book before. But I don't remember how it ends, so I'll just finish it. <laughs> Especially like on series that 
you know, like it's a book that has ten, you know, ten entries, and I've read six, and I'm waiting for them to write seven, eight, nine, whatever. Um, I mean, that's yeah. to be frank. When Game of Thrones comes out, like I'm not gonna read the next one. I'm just gonna wait for him to finish it. I'm gonna read it in one go because it's just not worth it. Um, Harry Potter was that way He'll for never me. Finish He'll it. never finish it, dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the thing is, I look at George R. R. Martin, and I'm like, hmm, we have a lot of things in common. We're both like fat. Like, yeah, he's way older than I am. Like, that dude's a walking heart attack. Like, it seems very unlikely that, that he's going to finish those. That book's not yeah. Uh the, the Harry Potter books were like that. Like, I've read the first Harry Potter book seven times because every time a new one would come out, I'd read. <laughs> like, I read one, and then I read one and two, and then I read one and two and three, and then one and two and three and four. And so the, the seventh Harry Potter book I've only read, like, one or two times, but I've read the first one eight uh, how about you, Dylan? Is there any game you've you've played and then completely forgot about? I don't think so. But I don't maybe think you I've ever know. like right, like not not that I can recollect that like I played something and I just had no like oh I played this before. Yeah. I don't I don't think so. You're you're uh, like my memory was probably better when I was Dylan age too. <laughs> yeah. I think the thing is is I've got a I've got a really yeah. good memory. <laughs> And like uh, this game, like I just literally, I have no, no idea. I have a, right. I have a really bad long term memory, and a really bad short term memory. Um, <laughs> it's yeah. not good. It's not good. Uh, all right, Prime Fam. I would have oh, go to. Ahead, I would hypothesize too that maybe Colby consumes more games than I do Fair. too. Just like you have a habit of playing seven different games in a week, where I think that creates the opportunity. Maybe that yeah. wasn't the case the first time you played that, but um, his brain only had room know. for so like, many games. <laughs> well, if you play that many games, maybe like. But maybe I also have like a phenomenal memory for really like that type of media, yeah. like movies and video games. Like I can remember spot on kind of thing, but like this, I'm the kind of guy who can yeah. finish watching a movie and go. You know the what? main character. <laughs> there, there was a movie about. Um, it was released probably 2007. It starred Eric Bana and uh, the guy from Talk Soup, uh, Joel McHale. It was awful. And so the funny thing is, is I saw like a 20 minute like the like I don't know when you go to the movie and you get there early and it's like here's like a long preview where we talk about the making of yeah, the movie yeah. and I saw that and I went like wow that looks awful and then at some point in time when it came on like HBO I watched it and went wow that was awful and then like five years ago started watching it and went this looks really familiar but I'm like I just remember the uh, seeing the the um the preview the, thing like before the movie thing i'm like that must be why i recognize <laughs> it and then i got i got like 45 minutes into it i'm like no i remember this it's movie. awful, it was awful. <laughs> that's funny uh prime fan wants to know uh have you he actually he says how much did you but maybe the better question is actually have you ever modded a uh, a console or your computer and if so what did you do to it Xbox. Yeah. I modded the crap out of my OG Xbox, and I modded Colby's OG Xbox. Yeah. Um, it was awesome. You could soft mod it. Um, I don't remember what game you used to do it, but you just like There's something really. It was weird. something really weird. And I want to say I rented the game to do it with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think we got it through GameFly yeah. or something. And I modded my Xbox. I put a, like, at the time, like, this sounds so ridiculous, but I put a massive hard drive in my Xbox. It was, like, 80 gigs. (laughs) And I, like, I 
the the plus side is like I was saying earlier. Actually, is my my uh, my CD-ROM drive or DVD drive, I guess, and that went out, and so I couldn't play games. Like I couldn't use it for the most part because you couldn't. Uh, you the games played off the disc; they didn't really install, and so it became really unusable. And so it was nice because I was able to like download games and play them off this. 80 gig hard drive that I put in it, but it, it was awesome. I could play Nintendo games on it. I could play yeah. all sorts of stuff. It was, it was really, really quite neat. Um, and it was before Xbox live. So you didn't have to worry about like getting detected and getting, you know, your, your username banned or anything, but that was, that was pretty cool. I, I did that. I was actually really disappointed when I moved to Seattle. I tested that right before I left. I plugged it in and it just like went and didn't start and so I got rid of it I just recycled it too I, I didn't do anything with it <laughs> and I kind of in the like about a year ago I was like I bet you it was just the power supply that blew in it I probably could just replace that it would have still worked that would be a cool thing to have but I felt bad because I've got my Xbox it still works and I wanted to play games on it but for some reason I couldn't get them to oh. load and so I just I just refilled oh so you lost your soft mod for it oh, uh huh oh well um, I've never really modded my computer like i build all my own pcs so i guess like that's a form of modding i guess but i've never done anything cool with it i i've always kind of wanted to but never have so how about you dylan you ever modded a, a system or, or built something cool no yeah it never really interested me it's uh the closest thing to that was knowing how to clone pokemon in the first pokemon nice <laughs> which was the weird it's i don't <laughs> It's like, getting, what, did they do that on missing, no. Did they do that on purpose? Like, did someone figure this out? Because you had to turn the game off while you, you were missing. No, no, you you put a Pokemon in a certain position in your lineup, and then you went to, I think, save the game, or I can't remember exactly what, and then you turned it off while it was like counting down or something. And it would clone the Pokemon. That's so weird. <laughs> so it was like a really bizarre. It's like, why does that work? I don't. I. Uh, uh, I mean, it's not even relatively close to the same thing, but it's kind of goofy. I like it. I'm I'm super into uh, the idea nowadays that uh, part of the like speedrunning community for especially con- for cartridge based games is they plug a game into it and then pull that out while it's on and shove another game into it. And it often like messes with the ROM and RAM in the consoles because they still have bits and bobs of the old game in it. And so it, it like allows you to do all sorts of things, but the results are kind of predictable to some degree. So I'm like, that's, that's awesome. Uh, I've always wanted to do like a cool case mod for my computer, but just never. Oh, wait, I put a faceplate on my 360. There you go. There you, Ooh, go. That's there you go. It was it was island themed. Nice. Yeah. I, it was pretty sick. I've always wanted to uh, build a computer case out of wood. I always thought that would be really cool. Um, you and the Unibomber. I know, right? <laughs> um, or like mount it inside a desk. I always thought it would be really cool to have like, uh, like a glass top desk with your computer mounted underneath it. Um, but I don't know. Not yet. Uh, Princess Megan's, uh, I think this is actually a question specifically for me, um, unless you guys' birthday was also this week. Uh, she wants to know, did yeah. you do anything special for your birthday? And if not, will it be celebrated at Disney this weekend? I actually took Monday off. We went over in the morning and went to the Polynesian Resort and had Tonga Toast, which I'd never had before, and it is freaking delicious. 
Um, it's like a super, like it's like a three inch piece of like sourdough bread. They stuff full of bananas, but like like almost more like a banana's foster. And then they like, I don't know, deep fry it and like cover it in cinnamon sugar. Have you ever had it before, Dylan? No, but it sounds It's delicious. magic. It's so good. Kind of like stuffed French toast. Kind of. Yeah. Oh, it's so Kinda, good. Like as close as you could compare yeah. something, maybe. A uh, friend of the show, Hans, actually, I guess he hosted it last week, but y- you know Hans. He has told me about it many times. He's uh, he's actually a DVC member, and his home base is uh, is is the is the poly, and it was it was real good. But we walked around there. It was beautiful. Does that make sense to anyone? Yeah, but you? yeah. It's all good. I got what he said. Right, it, yeah, Dylan, okay. Dylan's picking up what I'm putting down. You know. Uh, is Dylan the DVC? DVC, member? Disney Vacation Club. Um, by a... By a Association. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He knows people that are DVC okay. members. Um, but well, well, so we're, <laughs> we are inheriting it. <laughs> so. It's a way to do it, man. Don't buy it yourself. Uh, but, right, but exactly. Then we drew, we took a, a boat over uh, from from the Poly over to Magic Kingdom. Spent the day at the Magic Kingdom. It was super fun. Um, rode all the rides. Had a great time. And then last night we went back on my actual birthday and went to Epcot. Um, and like closed out the park. We watched the new Harmonious fireworks, which were dope. Um, rode all the good rides. It was, it was just a, a good couple of days where we got to spend a bunch of time at Disney World. It was a lot of fun. So did that. I'm kind of tired today, though. Honestly, like going to Disneyland all day one day, and then like working a full eight hour day, and then going to Disneyland again that night was a, a lot. Um, but a good time. Good time. Uh, let's see. Next question. Because I scrolled down too far, is Joe Coleslaw. He says uh, he's he's taking the 4K jump, so he's got a uh, Xbox Series S and he's buying a 4K TV. Uh, what Xbox uh, games do you think he should go back to experience for the first time in 4K? Uh, he's already thinking Tetris Effect, Horizon Zero Five, Halo, Sea of Thieves, and Lawn Mowing Simulator. I assume that. Uh, Lawnmower Simulator is probably the game that will really benefit the most from uh, a 4K mm-hmm. jump. Can you think of any games that are just like shockingly gorgeous that might be gorgeous to sir on a on a 4K TV? Yeah, I mean, he said the two that I would like, and that's Forza and Sea of Thieves, yeah. just because of the water. Tetris Effect like, is also a fantastic game in 4K. Um, I'm probably not really the right person to ask this question to because I, I don't know if you held a gun to my head if I would actually be able to tell no. the difference between 1080 and 4K on my TV. Um, no one can. Yeah. So. Uh, I think the answer, Joe, is just start at the top and play all the games until you get to the bottom. Um, yeah. Ori? Oh, shoot, Ori. Yeah. Um, and if you've got a... Depending on what TV you get if it actually pushes above 60 frames a second ori i think it will actually play up to 120 frames a second so ori is that's a great call call ori would be really good that game's gorgeous i try but besides that i just i i wish i i wish i was more that like frames person like i like i hear a lot of people say like man i played a game at 60 frames a second i can just never go back and like maybe i'm blessed in that i am not that person because i may have played a game at 60 frames a second but man i sure couldn't tell you (laughs) i'm pretty convinced if you blind tested people they'd have no idea as long as it was constant you can tell when it's something changes absolutely you can't yeah i unless you if you put it below 30 um yeah maybe and you can tell when something changes. Like if I, if I played thirty for you, 
and then I played sixty for you back side by side. Like uh, that was different. I don't know why. That's that's the only um, way I can do it is if I can watch right. two videos that are side by side and one is thirty right. and one sixty. That's when I can tell the yeah. difference. Um, I mean the this the strange thing is like when they did the wacky experiment releasing the Hobbit in forty eight frames per second yeah. and everyone like threw a fit over it. Um, at twice the frame rate of a normal yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was pretty interesting. Um, I did go see it and it was weird and awful. Yeah. Um, well, like I, but, I very much can tell, um, you know, like most 4k TVs have that like motion smoothing setting where everything looks mm-hmm. like some sort of, I don't even know what they're going for there. Like I can tell when it's that's gross. on because it's gross. Oh yeah. It's the worst thing ever. Um, but like I leave the room yeah, if it's, it's, on. it's awful. Um, you know what is actually the worst though? <laughs> I forgot. My mother-in-law used to do this. It drove me nuts. Is she had a, uh, I want to say she had a, widescreen TV. Um, like this is like 10 years ago. So, so like keep this in mind. She had a widescreen TV and she'd, she'd zoom she'd it zoom in. It in so it didn't have bars. And so I go over, I'm like, right. what is wrong with this? <laughs> or she'd, or maybe she'd do it the other way. So maybe close. she'd, maybe she'd force it to be four, three, I can't remember, but it was whatever it was. It was to get rid of the bars, and I'm like, something is wrong. And yeah. I always change it back. <laughs> oh, it was bad. It was real bad. Um, maybe I shouldn't care that much about other people's TVs, but I, Joe. Oh, I care. Play your games, man. Have fun. I get so frustrated when I'm at people's houses, and I can tell that it's like it's punched. They probably don't even realize it. It's punched in yeah, a little yeah. bit, and I I'll change it and to be correct because you shouldn't watch something just like zoomed in 20 percent, like it's annoying i guess I, the only time that that is okay is the um star wars oh you've got to series oh. that have that have the original um cuts on the special features because they're in the weirdest format i've ever yeah, seen colby and i both have those dvds it's the only way you can actually watch the original unaltered star wars on dvd right now um and the transfer is trash um, but it's also in the wackiest aspect ratio. Like, if I put it on my 4K TV without zooming, it's like <laughs> it's like ten inch black bars on every side. <laughs> right. It's super. You call that a picture? Box. It's real bad. <laughs> it's real bad. Um, it's also just grainy. It looks like garbage. Um, but if you don't want to see Han Solo walk through Jabba the Hutt's tail, it's what you do, man. <laughs> you know. Um, I, I will say when I got my hue lights, so like when you have the hue lights, you have to have an external, um, uh, HDMI switcher essentially. And so I couldn't use the smart TV features on my TV anymore else I wouldn't get lights with it. And so I plugged in a Chromecast and after about three months, I realized that the Chromecast I had didn't support 4k. And so I've been watching 1080 TV, you know, cause like most Netflix stuff is 4k and I've been watching it and did not notice at all. <laughs> So I did eventually buy a Fire Stick 4K, and it's really not different. But I kind of like the Fire Stick more. <laughs> so the Fire Stick is more convenient, but I don't know if the picture's any better. So eh, whatever. Uh, cheap free games. We've got Epic Games is releasing. Th- well, you know, I was going to say they're releasing three games this month or this week, but I think they're releasing two and maybe a thought experiment. I think. Um, Guild of Dungeoneering actually looks really cool. It's a turn-based dungeon-crawling card battler with a twist. Instead of controlling the hero, you build the dungeon around them. It's got a really cool art style. looks fun. Uh, Kid A... 
Kid A Amnesia Exhibition is an upside-down digital analog universe created from original artwork and recordings to commemorate 21 years of Radiohead's Kid A and Amnesiac. I, I, I don't know if that's a game, but you can get it for free next week on the Epic Store. This coming week, I should say, on the Epic Store. Uh, and then Never Alone, you experience the journey of Nuna and Fox as they search for the source of an eternal blizzard that threatens the survival of everything they've ever known. It's a puzzle platformer um, that actually looks real cute. There's a fox, so not bad there. Uh, Humble Bundle, I think everyone is going to be excited about this. You can get the Leisure Suit Larry collection uh, for, let's see, for $1, you can get Leisure Suit Larry 3, Passionate Patty in Pursuit of the Pulsating Pictorials, Leisure Suit Larry 2, <laughs> Looking for Love in Several Wrong Places, and Leisure Suit Larry 1, In the Land of the Lounge Lizards. Uh, for $10, you also get Leisure Suit Larry, Wet Dreams Dry Twice, Leisure Suit Larry, Wet Dreams Don't Dry, Leisure Suit Larry 7, Love for Sale. That game came out when I worked retail. I remember selling that. Uh, Leisure Suit Larry 6, Shape Up or Slip Out. Leisure Suit Larry 5, Passionate Patty Does a Little Undercover Work. Leisure Suit Larry, Magna Come Loud, Uncut and Uncensored. Uh, and then those other three. I am extremely tempted to buy this and just stream all of these games straight through and make fun of them as we play them because... It seems like the thing to do. Um, either way, for, for 10 bucks, you can get a bunch of Leisure Suit Larry games. Some of these, I should say, are very, very, very old. <laughs> so, you know, if what you're looking for is like CGA level, you know, naked lady graphics, this might be the bundle for you. Um, this is so tempting I, to just experience. I know, right? <laughs> it's like, what better time to to uh take this chance yeah it, i don't know I, it, it's very tempting to me it's very tempting uh also we got a bunch of game pass games uh halo infinite multiplayer beta was stealth dropped over the weekend i hear it's very very good except for the season pass which is terrible um dead space is available on cloud via ea play uh as of today i think it's actually a day or two ago and dragon Age origins is available on cloud via ea play so you have to have game pass ultimate to get those two if you want to stream them onto your cellular phone uh next space rebels is coming cloud console and pc uh today actually it's a uh so i'm gonna i'm gonna read you the description that they gave this game and then you're gonna tell me what kind of game it is Order some parts online, get your camera, and grow your StarTube channel through rocket tinkerings and often wacky challenges. With great fame comes great responsibility, and a sudden wrench in your path to greatness will take you on a journey towards space. Which one was <laughs> Next that? Space Rebels. Next Space Rebels? <laughs> I don't know. It. For like, I wasn't paying attention. I thought you were reading that um, like horrible, like... Become a YouTube star sim? <laughs> no, it's it's actually some sort of sim game. Um, I think where you make rockets, maybe? I, I don't know. The the screenshots I looked of it looked fun. So it's on Game Pass. Give it a go. Uh, X01 is coming to Cloud Console and PC tomorrow. It is a strange craft, an alien craft. X01 is an interplanetary, gravity-defying journey through space and time. Master a truly alien traversal system and move through enigmatic and desolate landscapes in ways you've never experienced. Uh, Fay Tactics is coming to Cloud Console on PC also November 18th. You follow a young ma 
magic user named Peony on her journey across a vibrant world full of mystery and danger. Summon allies, cast spells, and befriend a motley crew of characters as you dive into the growing conflicts between man and magical beings known as Fae. Uh, my friend Pedro is coming back to Game Pass November 18th. That game is... I thought I thought it was just becoming nope, Cloud. It's, it was off Game Pass and oh. it's all the way back. Cloud Console and PC. That oh, game is a lot of fun. It is way, way harder to play than you think it's going to be, but it's a good time. Uh, Undungeon. My kid always wants to play it. She sees the banana. She's like, I want to play the banana no, game. I'm like, no. Uh, my kid beat it. Uh, Carter actually beat it. Which... Well, yeah, your kids. Oh no, no, five. I'm just saying, like, he doesn't beat anything, and he beat my friend Pedro. So, uh, Undungeon is coming to Cloud Console PC also on the 18th. Uh, travel between dimensions and change the world around you to reconstruct the existing reality. It's a gorgeous pixel art action RPG that blends science fiction storytelling with high paced real time combat. Sounds pretty all right. Uh, MS Flight Sim Game of the Year Edition comes out 18th as well. Deer Simulator comes out November 21st on Cloud Console and PC. I think it's actually just. Um, What's the goat game? Um, goat goat simulator, simulator, but you're a deer instead of a goat, uh, which is all right. Uh, Mortal Shell on Cloud Console and PC, November 23rd. It's a deep action RPG that tests your sanity and resilience in a shattered world. Uh, Evil Genius 2, Cloud Console and PC, November 30th. It's a satirical spy-fi layer builder where you are the criminal mastermind. Uh, construct your evil lair, train your minions, defend your operations from the forces of justice, and achieve global domination. I do like bad guy games. That's all right. Uh, Hero uh, Halo Infinite is coming to console and PC December 8th. Among Us is coming to console December 14th. Uh, the Gunk is coming to Xbox and PC December 16th. It is set on an alien world covered in the tight titular gunk. You follow the story of space haulers Randy and Bex who are faced with the dilemma of scavenging a beleaguered planet and making the decision whether to leave it for leave for the cash or stay and try to help. And then uh, Total Warhammer 3 coming uh, to PC February 17th, 2022. <sighs> That's it, guys. <sighs> right? We did it. We did it. Anything else? No. no. Good, good, good. No. We are Bite Me Podcast. You can find out more about us at bitemepodcast.com. You can follow us on the social medias at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.com slash bitemepodcast. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash bitemepodcast. You can support our Extra Life team. We need $34. Bitemepodcast.com slash Extra Life. You can join our Discord at bitemepodcast.com slash Discord. You should buy the uh, Loser Shoot Larry games and stream them to try to earn $34 for Extra Life, Cliff. Well, then I have to earn $44 because I have to make up my extra 10 Or I eat the $10. Do you think Do you think people would pay $34 to watch me stream Leisure Suit Larry? I might. Maybe all, all, seven, all seven of them. them. I'll think about it. Uh, I could do it in the mornings when we're playing video games on the weekend. It'll be fine. Uh, I think that's it, though, right? I think that's everything. Dylan? Do your uh, thing, sir. 